Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. I was like, this is just, this is dumb. And it was weird buying a Britney Spears Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? And I'm like, because it's a Britney Spears Funko Pop. Yeah. It's already bad enough. You're having me. I'm buying Funko Pops in general. Also, it doesn't have any sense mm-hmm. of irony because in order, if, if, if the the Funko Pop decreases in value substantially if you free Britney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed, uh, a monitor, as it were, reporting live from Marchwood Apartments is Mr. Tim Hansen. Hi. I'm running out of locations in Exxon. <laughs> the problem with the small towns is That's it's not okay. like a whole lot of, of landmarks to, 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 to cash in on. Yeah. I mean, the the easy solution is, like, you could go with my actual location. No. Yeah, it's the Marchwood Apartments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Marchwood, right right across the street from the Hibachi <laughs> restaurant in uh, in the shopping center. Which, by the way, Tim, yeah, I should have done Swan's Pantry because apparently my mother informed me. Swan's Pantry closed. The Goodwill of Food in Exton, Pennsylvania <laughs> closed. <laughs> Can't believe that their business model of selling like five months expired egg beaters wasn't sustainable. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, can't believe it. Heartbreak. Hard to believe. Do you want me to to pick out some towns in your in your in your state of uh, one of the Carolinas? No, that's okay. You don't have to. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. I, I, in that case, I'm going to keep picking uh, <laughs> more and more obscure references to a a hometown. That you and I share, but none of the the listeners probably do. Next time, let's not even do obscure. Let's do like round one and mm-hmm. stuff like that, because I believe there is a round one in Exton. So we're in you live from Correct. TGI Fridays yeah, in Exton. Yeah. That's the thing is that the next level up is just picking chains, like just big chains yeah. that everybody hangs out at. Like, yo, reporting live from uh, Margaritaville, in <laughs> Exton. You know, it's just just at the Walmart parking lot right yeah. now. Yeah, like, yeah. We're live from everybody's favorite shopping chain, Kohl's. Coles is a big deal in Exton, man. Is it? Yeah. I mean, since the mall is going to be closing, it might as well be. The mall's closing? Oh, yeah. The the ownership of the mall uh, essentially... The Exton Square Mall? Court. Yeah. They, I don't know when, but they went through court to get approval for funding because they couldn't get 100% uh, approval from all of the people that their loans are through so that they could get a larger loan as long as they declare bankruptcy so that they can close them all and redevelop the land into something else that was like the center of town for 30 years <laughs> it still is the it's the nexus of, of exton <laughs> like what are they gonna do with it i mean they could actually use it for something that's not a mall like i don't know use it for for housing or use it for like community development like turn it into a park but it's gonna turn they have all that paved land they're gonna turn it into something else paved it's probably going to be apartments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apartments mm-hmm. fine. Makes fine. sense. Yeah, excellent apartments. Yeah. Probably they're probably going to do uh, what they did if you if you know the Jersey area that like the Voorhees Town Center, or maybe turn a little keep a little bit as the mall, but then have like raised raised apartments with uh, a main street of shops on the bottom. Where am I going to be able to get Jamba Juice and Chick Fil A in the same shopping center? Nowhere. There's nowhere else. Zero. Zero other locations that had an Orange Julius and I, a Chick Fil A. I think we should drink about it. 
<laughs> you know what? Cheers. Rip to the uh, the Exit Square Mall, uh, which, which been, drove sure. drove commerce in Exton for for uh, all of my my life basically. Mm. Devastating news. Uh, well, this this uh, this episode is dedicated to the Exton Square Mall. <laughs> those those very sympathetic characters. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. The premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of rosé. So if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, the way that so many of our listeners have had their questions answered on the air, you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, but first, got to talk about what we're wine we are drinking tonight. Uh, and in this particular episode, we're drinking, at least in the New Jersey chapter of Brosé, we're drinking Sean's wine. Uh, what is your wine, Sean? It is Chateau Saint-Michel. It's a dry Riesling, and it's sourced from select vineyard parcels. The citrus notes and bright natural acidity in this dry Riesling pair especially well with mild cheese, seasonal salads, and fresh seafood. And, uh... I th- this is definitely the sweetest of the wines that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. it's a and but it is still a little bit dry. It does have that like little bit of bite to it. Yeah, I got to eat some crow on this one because when you said this was a dry riesling, I, I th- found that to be a bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> uh, but it is in fact a dry riesling, and I quite like it. This, uh, it's it's again white's not my normal thing, but uh, but. This is a pretty good Riesling right here. Mm-hmm. This is this is uh, pretty much my exact my exact flavor uh, profile. Um, this is what I like uh, in wines, and and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, if I were to rank the three that we had, I would put Matt's up top because I was shocked at how much I enjoyed that red. <laughs> Sean's at second just because I knew I I mm-hmm. kind of knew I would like it, and mine in third. Uh, yeah, it was you know again that's not to say it's bad as yeah. you know it was just it was fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just not nearly as good. Yeah, yeah, it's not nearly as good as the other two, which were just immensely superior. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tim, what are you drinking right now? I am drinking uh, Apothic Merlot. It is an untamed and unbound Merlot in the a style described as plush and jammy, which I still don't know what the hell plush means. Jammy. But uh, the description on the back says, Legend says the Merlot grape was named after the little black bird that used its clever wit to steal fruit from the vines. Inspired by this story, our winemaker crafted out Apothic Merlot with untamed notes of blackberry and vanilla and a plush velvety finish that soars at first dip. Still don't know what the fuck the plush description is supposed to mean, but uh, you definitely get that blackberry, and I wish I had more of the vanilla. It's just like real slight, but I love vanilla, so I can understand why other people would probably think that was gross if it was any stronger. I forget if I mentioned it on the show. I saw Jammy Dodgers at Wegmans uh, for the first time a couple of weeks ago. I didn't know they had that in the United States. Jammy Dodgers. I mean, don't doesn't Wegmans have like that international section for snacks? Yeah, but I usually associate that with like like this Jammy Dodgers is like a like a UK like mm. British snack. And usually, maybe this is my own my own inherent bias when I think the international section. I'm like, okay, this is stuff from Mexico. This is stuff from Asia. Mm-hmm. This is stuff from like not the white people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was but, just gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah, which frankly, I mean, again, that that's maybe more of a me problem than a Wegman's problem. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the Jammy Dodgers part, I'm like, Jammy Dodgers? When do we get Jammy Dodgers? <laughs> I'm, I'm jealous because I want to try uh, both uh, Jammy Dodgers as well as Tim Tams. Tim Tams are like an Australian cookie. Oh, okay. Thing. And like, I want to try them both, but it's like it's not worth it to feel sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I won't. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. Do you think they're going to develop like a lactate for being gluten-free? From w- when I initially was diagnosed, the the doctor said like it is something. He just said they're working on it, but like he, he mm. didn't say like who they were. And <laughs> Who's whatnot. they? But like, like, it's, just, like, it's like it is it is like they are working on like a pill or something like that for people who are gluten-free to be able to like who have celiac to be able to eat normally. But it, it's I think it's it's harder because I. When it comes, I don't really know what it is about lactose intolerance that makes people like sick. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to celiac, it's more your body attacks itself because it thinks the gluten is actually these Jeremy Dodgers are trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It thinks the gluten is is harmful to you. So then your body attacks itself and overproduces white blood cells and attacks itself in your intestines, which makes you feel sick for as long as you do. Whereas, like, I think your body just doesn't 
really process the milk in lactose intolerance. I don't really know. Matt, do you know? Because aren't you lactose? Let's do spicy. I'm not lactose intolerant. I just don't like just milk don't and like cheese. cheese. <laughs> okay. I've had this conversation totally with Tim's. Not the same. I've had this conversation with Tim's wife before because we also have almond milk uh, in our wow. house, and we use that as our primary milk. And uh, and Martha sent me a picture of either lactate or something similar in the store and was like, Oh, I saw this and thought maybe you'd want to try it out. I'm like, Oh, you don't get it. It's not, I don't drink almond (laughs) milk because I can't, I'm not lactose intolerant. I just like it. Uh, and it's like lowering calories and all that. But, uh, but no, I'm not, I'm not lactose intolerant. My understanding is that lactose intolerance is just, it's, it's unsettlingly spicy or something like that. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to do some research and figure that out. That's fine. Whatever. My milk is too spicy. It's too spicy. (laughs) That's spicy milk. Well, the gluten-free thing, don't worry. The, the, it sounds like the Illuminati are, are hot on the case to figure this out. Uh, that's it. You have our last round of questions in front of you, correct? I do. You guys ready for them? Let's do it. Brosequestions at gmail.com. If you want your question answered on the air, what's first? All right, first question is, which would you prefer to have as your roommate, a goat or a bird? Goat. Goat, bird. for sure. Easy goat. Why bird? Uh, I'm going to go with bird because goat's going to eat all my shit and make a fucking mess. Bird, I can at least like keep in one space. But but can you live with <clears throat> for like um, 24 hours a day? Just like <clears throat> anytime you're trying I to mean, do anything? I, I... <clears throat> I've taken <laughs> care of a bird for a couple of weeks and it was pretty fucking quiet. So, yeah. What does it sound like? Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Let me compose myself. Yeah, Rachel. I, I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> right, what was the right. bird? Tess, hold on. Isolate this. Yeah. <laughs> Tess, I'll pay you $500 to delete that clip. Uh, so, Tim, no, pick we a bird. Clip it and. And now instead of like taking out sections when we say something really fucking stupid, it's just gonna go. <laughs> that, is, that is our censor. Yeah, t- Tess. Yeah, censorship. I need you to jump ahead two episodes and use the anytime I say something insensitive from like two episodes ago. <laughs> uh, the answer is goat because the goat is a utilitarian purpose. It can mow your lawn for you. <laughs> True. And you set it out phone. in the front yard and, it, and eat your jeans. Well, not if you. No, no, no. Because if you look, because you said, oh, because I can contain the bird in one place. The bird is. Incredible! It's incredibly easy for a bird to go to other places if you don't contain it. Likewise, uh, if you train your goat well and put it in a specific location, I have—I actually have friends who I, I have old coworkers, I should say, who own actual goats. Like, I, like somebody who sat behind me in my office uh, in Delaware, and they had actual goats, and they had like cameras set up so they could see the goat while they were at work, the way that people have for like their cats and their in dogs their and everything like that. No, they have a yard. They have a yeah. yard. They, they've domesticated the goat. They may not domesticate the goat, but they have a yard substantial enough to keep the goat out there. To me, that's not a roommate. And, and That's outside. A roommate mm, lives in your home. Nah, that's a good point. See, yeah, okay. See, the thing is, like, I'm going goat because obviously none of you guys have lived with a golden retriever. I've bought more underwear in the past year that I've had him than I've mm-hmm. ever had in my life because he's alre- I already have a goat. It eats all my underwear anyway. So oh, I thought you were going to say because you're just constantly shitting bricks because Chase did something crazy. No, yeah. no, no. He literally like rips apart the crotch area of the underwear and I need to buy new ones. See, I don't know. That, that sounds like a point in Tim's favor, though, because you're comparing that's, the dog to a goat but, and you're saying you're, you're used to the shitty behavior I, of your dog. But that's the thing. I'm used to it. So I can just I'll live with the goat because I don't want to go. It's, a de- the, it's the devil, you know, versus the devil. You don't. Yeah. Or I should say that, you know, versus the you don't. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sean, who would you, what would you pick as a roommate, a goat or a bird? A bird. Definitely. Why a bird? I just because it's less. There's less going on with a bird, and like Tim said, you can keep it contained. You can put it in its little cage, and it just will live there. I don't like birds. I'm afraid of birds, but I'd rather have one of those than a goat because I think a goat would just be so big in the way and messy and just eating all my shit. And I ain't about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I think uh, I think it's compelling cases to be made for both, but I just like the idea of being able to stick the goat outside and handle <laughs> the yard work, even though I don't do the yard work now. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a utilitarian purpose. The bird, I don't know. I guess I guess the problem is that like a bird is already a pet, and I, well, I guess I shouldn't say it's a problem. It's actually an easier jump from bird pet to bird roommate. Um, but like, what's the like? Wh- yeah, what's the difference between bird as a pet versus bird as a roommate? Bird's got to pay rent. I guess maybe you wouldn't put if it was a roommate. You wouldn't put it in his cage. 
Yeah. So it would just be around. But yeah, all the time. I was gonna it say in everywhere. that case, maybe it, it does have free roam, but I'll still take a free roam bird, and it's just like every so often, it's like, oh, here's a little bit of bird shit. I mean, the, to uh, oh, the goat ate all of my expensive things. <laughs> the the uh, the only thing that is like maybe having me push a little bit more towards bird is if you have a goat roommate. I'm assuming that's a satyr, and they're gonna steal all your shit as well as eat all your shit, and I just don't want them stealing all my stuff. So maybe they're also a... gonna try and fuck all your shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, but I've had real roommates who do that, so it's not really. <laughs> but that, again, to Rich's point, devil you know versus devil you don't. <laughs> Tim, Say give me a, a small Bennett, round of applause guys. for that yeah. one. Yeah, that was that was good. That was good. Uh, <laughs> Tim, what do we got next? All right, next up. Would you rather have Pete Davidson or Adam Driver for a boy? <coughs> Sorry, dying. Uh, for a boyfriend. This one is specifically from Mary. <laughs> All right, specifically from Mary. So, compiler questions Mary wants to know who we'd rather date. So, before we answer the question, Sean, do we know where this question came from? Well, this, these this are is a follow up on a conversation. No, these are just her two hall passes. Okay. Pete Davidson. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I'm going to preface this by saying that. Mary seems like a very kind and intelligent person. <laughs> Pete Davidson is one of her <laughs> hall passes? I know. There's I a lot of people. Pete There's da- a lot to unpack, to be honest, when it comes to the fact well, that it's I mean, Pete he's Davidson. ugly, but at least he also makes terrible decisions, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's like one of those things where, you know, she just wants to fix him. <laughs> there is a bit of an association, because somehow he keeps... Snack, like first of all, he did Ariana Grande for a while, and now he's dating a Kardashian. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how he keeps reaching that. There has to be. There has to be something. There's something we're missing. <laughs> I mean, whether whether it's something we're missing, uh, like in terms of the intellectual conversation, or something that we are missing personally and physically that Pete <laughs> Davidson has uh, that we don't. Uh, the answer is Adam Driver. <laughs> the answer is uh, Adam always Adam Driver, never not Adam Driver when it comes to this question. I don't know. Did you see him shirtless in uh, Hands down. In, in in the Star Wars movie that he was shirtless in? That was kind of weird. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what? He's never been uh, though. Pete Davidson. What? I mean, that is true. That yeah. is true. He's never been Pete Davidson. Yeah, that's, that's the baseline I, we're working with I, here. I personally, I don't find Pete Davidson funny. I don't like Pete Davidson. Oh, I find him funny. So, like, I just. I yeah Funny I would looking I yeah. <laughs> hey yo I, I would I I would go with Adam Driver just because I I just I when I see Pete Davidson I'm just like why yeah I think why? he's a fu- I think he's a like, funny comedian a funny like humorous but like I would not want to date him yeah like mm-hmm. and and this is not anything like against his looks or anything. I just there are, sometimes there's those people that you you just look at like whether you're attracted to them or not you just look at them or just like why and that's he's just that's that's pete davidson to me i'm just like well, it kind of post malone as well i'm like i look at post malone i'm just like why um and yeah, post malone's a fucking clown he's he's look he's, he's a, the white iverson <laughs> but he makes good but he makes good music yes he does and he, he he's i've seen him in interviews and he's a great guy he seems like an an awesome stand-up guy but and I have nothing against him, but when I look at him, I'm just like, why? And that's where I get with, with Pete Davidson. I'm sure he's a great guy. Maybe makes some bad decisions, whatever. But, like, I just look at him like, why? When I but when I look at Adam Driver, uh, maybe it's the, um, uh, wh- who's the host of Last Week Tonight? Um, John, John Oliver. Oliver. Maybe it's the John Oliver influence in me and how much he loves uh, Adam Driver that, like, pulls me, pushes me more to him because anytime he talks about adam driver it's just like no i can see it i can see it <laughs> uh tim who would you rather date pete davidson or, or adam driver absolutely adam driver okay yeah. i mean it, I, both of them are don't have what you would consider your typical leading man style or look in my opinion as per uh, typical hollywood stars but uh i mean pete davidson just his his comedy is fine like every so often he has some great stuff and then there's a lot of stuff that i think is just like that 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 it's poop humor yay uh and it's just it's it's fine i don't think he's amazing 
Uh, and I don't, I've only seen a few things with Adam Driver. I think he's a good actor. I don't know if I necessarily think he's an amazing actor, but also a lot of the ones like movies people mention, I haven't seen. So I, I don't know. But mm. uh, I guess just Adam Driver's background and a lot of what he like tries to do for soldiers and stuff like that. And also just like, see, Richie says he looked weird without a shirt on, but I'm looking at this Burberry ad, uh, Adam Driver's Centaur Burberry fragrance. <laughs> and it's just like, He's a good-looking dude with no shirt on. Centaur Burberry? In, in, in The Last I'm Jedi. I'm reconsidering my answer. <laughs> in the, what was it? The Last Jedi that he was shirtless in? Yeah. Um, sure. He just... And had, like, a wrap around his stomach that was covering most of his torso, so you really couldn't see most of it? That one? It, yeah, yeah. It just looked weird. And so just, that's my only experience of seeing him shirtless. You're was... right. It was a terrible costume choice. <laughs> it was. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I'd rather take a guy who's like a little bit corny and a little bit dopey than like, like Pete Davidson seems like he makes like a lot of very reckless decisions <laughs> uh, on a regular basis. What? Uh, Sean, Pete Davidson or Adam Driver? Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah, it's an easy. It's, it's a clean easy. sweep. There's just less going on with Adam Driver. I think. <laughs> yeah. It's just less you have to clean up. Yeah. 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 Less. Uh, not a different hair color every week. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I tried to date the person that it's like, oh, I could fix them, and it didn't work out. And so like that kind of pushed me away from doing that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so the answer unequivocally here is Adam Driver, not Pete Davidson. What's the matter, you? Okay. <laughs> Mary, you're wrong. Sorry, Mary. Yeah. Mary, great friend, great person, intelligent person, except for this particular blind spot in your, <laughs> in, yeah. in your, in your judgment. Uh, what's next, Tim? All right, next question is, what Disney princess would make the best spy? Pete Davidson. (laughs) (laughs) What would make the best spy? It would would be um, Cinderella. Because she has all those mice. And the mice would go in and do all the investigation and then just tell her what they found. And they'd be able to go and sneak in and put all the devices in in like the recording devices and stuff like she'd be the perfect spy because she wouldn't have to do any of the spy work the mice would do the spy work so because she's connected she's got the yeah. resources yeah exactly i'm gonna go with princess tiana it's a frog nobody's gonna <laughs> sure. pick up it's a frog sure is <laughs> that a human being that can't See, possibly be a spy about that i was like no nah, that's lame <laughs> it's not true this is not true because you know it's not lame getting information especially when you're a spy like princess tiana is in this particular yeah. scenario because you're looking around your corner you're, you're playing some nefarious deeds and you're like oh who's there oh it's, that's is that a spy no no, no it's not can't possibly be a spy it's a frog frog a completely innocent animal right there uh little do you know princess tiana taking notes getting receipts mm-hmm. I, I think the only wrong answer is aurora because she's just gonna sleep the entire time and not gonna yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah you can't really I, you can't count her for much no uh can't be aurora unless that's a front it could be unless people are like unless you know that there's going to be uh some some super villain that's going to be discussing their plans in public and you're just like let's just position aurora there and she can pretend <laughs> she's asleep and she'll be like oh it's just a sleeping princess we're yeah. fine uh, yeah. see what you don't realize is she's actually astral projecting the entire time <laughs> so she's already a spy she's, of course she's know. she's everywhere but nowhere god correct <laughs> terrifying uh sean which Disney princess would be the best spy? Probably Ariel. Just because she was maybe the most suspicious person and everyone just like took to her. Mm-hmm. She was she was she could not speak. Yeah. Just showed up. She could bear she used a fork as a hair as a a brush, but yeah. everyone was just like, Oh, look at her, she's so cute. What a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she just has no problem blending in. The prince should marry her. <laughs> We should entrust government to her. <laughs> this woman who just showed up out of nowhere yeah. wearing a uh, just a blanket. Sure. So something intangible about her that makes people trust her and therefore mm-hmm. good spy mm-hmm. material. Exactly. All right. Tim, who would you pick? See, that's actually a similar reason to why I was going to go with Rapunzel after she gets her hair cut out mm-hmm. is because like she'd never she completely unsocialized for what 18 years however many years still goes out into a bar with their literal thugs and criminals mm. and just they're all like oh sweetheart 
and love her and they're like oh we got your back we'll protect you and then goes to town and everybody loves her and also can defend herself with a frying pan but that's it that's ingenuity yeah. she took a weapon out of nowhere that shouldn't have been a weapon and she's like bam it's mm -hmm. my weapon now uh she's also the only downside is she is ever so slightly gullible <laughs> mm. that could be a challenge but otherwise yeah but otherwise yeah a lot of the same things like she's real trustworthy she's good with people and like she just gets them on her side right away right yeah okay it's it's a it's i i can't i can't fully agree with rapunzel but i can i can see where you're going with it just because uh the second she returns to arendelle she is known by everyone that is not true like when she's she wandering around in the town before they sing, no one knows well, who the fuck she is. Well, like the second she returns to her parents in Arendelle is what I mean. Like, it, the the she she gets she gets re she's easily easily recognized. Uh, which like, yeah, you can say the same with Cinderella, but Cinderella's not doing anything. She the mice is doing everything. Like she's just sitting there on vacation in a hotel while the mice are going and getting all the information or whatever. Classic Cinderella move. Yeah, exactly. Get a hotel and then. How about uh, Jasmine? She's too much in the spotlight. Not enough to the one of the first scenes of the She's movie a is her. Snob. Yeah, but the one of the first scenes of the movie, she throws on a single hood and, and immediately she's about to get murdered by the fish salesman because she's or like the apple salesman because she stole an apple. It's like you better be willing to pay for that. And she turns and looks at him and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna commit. Yeah. I'm gonna commit a and crime." She, and she couldn't get herself out of that. Someone else had to. So terrible spy. Mm, I don't know. That, again, networking. Same thing with the Cinderella rats. And the only and the only way she could have possibly gotten out of that, which. I haven't watched it in forever, hmm. but like even before she reveals who she is, she gets real fucking snobby, you know, like a princess. <laughs> yeah, so she's going to give herself away like, hmm. okay. Yeah. Uh, too many, too many heirs, too many heirs for that. You, you yeah. just like Ariel's a really good choice. You got to pick princesses that are like not very well known. And Ariel's like, she's an easily inconspicuous princess. Uh, I, I, I feel the same with it because I said, uh, Cinderella, uh, Tiana is a good choice. Like, I'm not saying Rapunzel's a bad choice, but I'm just saying, like, she'd probably I mean, be my did. she'd be <laughs> my she'd be my fourth uh, of the four if I had to choose. I'm glad we didn't get technical with this and say Princess Leia. <laughs> Disney. I, I mean, I mean, clearly it's Thor. <laughs> Thor, Thor is definitely <sighs> the best. Uh, well, I mean, if we're gonna go that route, then it's fucking Black Widow because she's a literal spy. But she a princess? I, she's I, princess of Russia. She's a lady. She, she is a princess of Russia. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The princess she's Anastasia. Uh, <laughs> that's what you're going for, right? Yes. Uh, Tim, what's next? Uh, next up is how have you helped someone lately? This morning, my wife needed a band aid, and I got it for her. <laughs> man. Kobe, <good> husband. <laughs> It was on a high shelf. She couldn't get it herself. And also it was on her foot. She had a blister. So I'm like, dude, I got you. You're such a sweet husband. I'm going to bring this up the next time I go to confession at at, uh, at church. I'm like, yeah, here's all the bad stuff I did. But, but, hear me out. <laughs> I got my wife a band-aid. Yeah, I also got a band-aid. So honestly, I think that knocks off a few Hail Marys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, what's something nice you've done or something good that you've done for someone lately? I let people live in my house for two and a half years. <laughs> Well, <laughs> all right. Well, let, here, let's get nitpicky. Rich, is that helpful, or did you enable people so that they could not develop uh, their own standing? See, it's not helpful because you're right. I enabled them so much. Yeah. As a matter so, of fact, you're the asshole. I am. <laughs> I'm the bad guy in this situation. Yeah. So maybe the helpful thing is telling them they have to move out by March. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that story again. The nicest thing Rich has done in the last couple of months is kick his roommates out. Yeah, my sister and her husband. Out. Yeah, done. Uh, yeah, besides, like, I've 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 worked late the past couple of days to help people out. Like somebody else had stuff they needed to get done, and I stayed late to help them finish their work earlier. Um, I, I was telling this earlier uh, before we started recording. I had to run to um, Hot Topic on Thursday to buy a Britney Spears Funko Pop for somebody else because they couldn't find it and got too mopey to try to shop around. 
So I found it, I bought it, and they, they, I now I'm holding a Britney Spears Funko Pop until they pay me and come pick it up. Which was just so weird to buy a Britney Spears Funko Pop. Tim, what's something nice you've done for someone lately? Or have you well, helped um, someone? Yeah, I was, I was trying to think of how I've helped someone, and there's nothing that I would be comfortable sharing on the off chance that anyone from work is listening to the show because most of it has been like specifically for employees in a not like let's share this with the world kind of uh, mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So something nice I've done. Fuck, I don't know. You talked about how well of a navigator your wife was last episode. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that, that didn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> help no one. Uh, provide the listener a couple of chuckles. How about that? You, you yeah. made the listener laugh last episode. <laughs> That's my goal. I make people laugh. You made people you lit, lit up people's lives with your, your, your quick wit and your, your charming sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Totes. Uh, Sean, how have you helped somebody lately? Well, um, I've, so Jake, uh, I've driven Jake, like pick, I, so I pick up Jake every day after he, he, like, he goes and hangs out with his friends after school. So I definitely, so like I help him get home because he could walk, honestly, yeah, he's just lazy. <laughs> he could walk, but mm. he does not. He chooses not to. And I, I leave work and I go pick him up and I drive him home. But uh, so as gets back into the rich thing. Is, yeah, yeah. Are you ena- are you enabling poor behavior by doing <laughs> well, this? It's a it's a decently far walk. It's like okay. a couple miles. Okay. So All right, he, that's, yeah, so that's pretty far. Yeah, yes, that's... he he could he can do it. Mm. We live we live point one miles too close to the school to have him pick up the bus that's how close we're so close you have to be two miles away from school and we're 1.9 mm. oh man that sucks mm-hmm. mm. i had to walk 15 miles up and downhill both ways going mm. to school like you could do it mm-hmm. snowing every day <laughs> yeah even in may yeah. Dogs barking at you the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Brutal. He should be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. What a wimp. <laughs> yeah. Your 45-year-old your son. Like... <laughs> Listen, he's only 37. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's true, yeah. yeah. Uh, leap years, I forgot that. It's true. It is confusing because he is closer in age with the like the uh, the ninth graders that he's going to school with than <laughs> than, uh, <laughs> than the, the, the co-workers that he should have here at age 37. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I help my wife out around the house. Uh, you know, she's she's you know a little a little less mobile now, just uh, simply on the count of the fact that she's growing a human. Uh, so I've been helping her out with that. But that's sort of like that's the thing is like the stuff that I do to help out is like sort of like okay, well this is what you're supposed to do. Like yeah, this is sort of the name of the game in some ways. Um, I donated blood. Ooh, that's so it uh, helps some people who you know may- maybe they're like they wake up one morning they're like shit where'd my blood go and Kaznell's here to save the day <laughs> uh just pumping them out with that o that o positive um so it's, it's usually stuff like that it's you know i'll help my wife out and uh i mean that's the person i interact with the most that's the person i'm most in the position to help in a given day mm-hmm. so i do that try to do that uh i mean i i I I was I was the one who planned when to help. I was supposed to go to my parents' house and help my dad take stuff out of their attic for their Christmas decorations. My dad's back has been bothering him uh past couple of weeks and so like he needs help moving stuff around and so I texted my brother to find out when he was going and then I was like, "Well, I can be there around 12ish." Uh I end up showing up at like quarter after 12 and I walk in and they're already done. So like I didn't actually help, but I planned it. So does that is does that count uh, for anything? Do you think it counts? I mean, <laughs> it, honestly, I think it does. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened because my brother complete absolutely forgot that it needed to happen today. Look, as long as you can look at the man in the mirror and say, "I helped someone today," then <laughs> that's the key. That's the key. I mean, I, I tried. Good. I tried to help someone. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Mm-mm. 
has been helpful in any other ways. No, it's it's mostly just helping out Mary with Alice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it don't get it twisted. I'm mostly useless. So <laughs> in order for me to help anybody yeah, is is mostly sure. a matter of effort and gumption than uh, any developed skill that I can lend to somebody. Yeah, like even though I've got roommates, I don't really help. Them. Like we don't really communicate or, or or interact with each other. So like I'm not helping them out with anything. And, and so essentially I live alone. I don't have anyone really help out locally. Like my, my brother, I helped him renovate his kitchen like two months ago, but or like a month ago, but like, that's, I mean, that's, what'd you do to it? Reasons. Uh, we, what did we do to it? I put up, um, put up shelving, uh, like cabinets and things like that. Helped him hang the cabinets, helped him set up the, uh, the countertops. Like it was two weekends in a row that we went to help him set things up. So, hmm. yeah, like we helped. I helped out that way. And anytime people call me for help, I help them. Hmm. But it's just people who haven't really needed my help lately. Hmm. Do any, does anyone, if anyone else needs shelves, Brose underscore podcast on Twitter. <laughs> at, uh, just just at me. Slide in my DMs again. And, yeah. Oh, again. <laughs> yeah, again. Repeat business for shelving. <laughs> Tim, what's next? Next up, when you doodle, what do you doodle? Are we still really doodling? Doodle much anymore. Yeah, I don't really doodle. Yeah, man, we all have jobs now. Like, if <laughs> if I were to doodle, and this is actually, like, something... I, I'm actually planning on getting a daily sketchbook to try to sketch every day next year. Um, but if I were to doodle... New Year's resolution Sweden over here. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's something... I, I watched a video earlier today of somebody filling out 350 pages of a sketchbook in 12 days, and I just got absolutely fascinated with it. And I'm like, I kind of want to try that, but on a lesser scale, because I can't draw and I'm shitty at it. So maybe if I like have a 365 sketchbook, do one a day, see how that goes. Um, but like, if I were to doodle, it's generally not really making any shapes or symbols. It's filling in any like bubbles, essentially. So if, like, I, if there's a bee, I'll fill in the little circle with the bee and stuff like that. Just fill in any mm-hmm. holes, I guess. Um, Otherwise, it would be like making maps for D and D. When I was in middle school, uh, when I doodled, I would make go kart tracks because I loved Mario Kart. <laughs> mm, okay, but that's probably the last time I doodled on a regular basis. Like any other time, like if it was if I was like slacking off in class or something like that, I'd be making like lists of stuff, like lists of songs or lists of things I needed to do later or something like that. I didn't. I I've been the doodling kind since you know you know I was like you know eleven twelve years old something like that. Matt, you you were the one writing Mister Matthew and your crush's last name all over your book. Oh yeah yeah I was I was making I was making a cootie catchers yeah in, in my spare time just doing like uh four six three two da, 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 da. <laughs> uh yeah that was me that was me I definitely made my fair share of cootie catchers back in the day because I thought that that would work uh in terms of popularity and it didn't uh, I thought that, that that was my my key I was like I was like I was trying to crack the code of like how people would like me back in middle school and I'm like I'll make cootie catchers and it surprisingly I made a misstep along the way and it didn't work my school didn't care about cootie catchers as much as they did the game mash yeah yeah um which was always weird because you you still had to pick names of classmates and it was just weird mm-hmm. I saw a uh I was I was on a plane a couple weeks ago and I had never seen the show but there's a show called uh I think it's called Black Lady Sketch Show and there was a sketch that they did where, like, a ma- like somebody's life had gone completely awry, and they went to a fortune teller, and the fortune teller told them it was because of a mash game that went awry <laughs> back when they were 12 years old. And they were like, this is supposed to be your life, but, like, Cindy Williams miscounted. <laughs> and so she got, like, you know, the guy that she wanted and the mansion and everything like that, but it was supposed to be you, but she miscounted, so you're you're doomed now. <laughs> oh, and no. she went and confronted her uh. and everything like that. So it was, it was quite fun. But, like, they were... They were bound by the rules of MASH. Like, so she went to be like, I want your husband. There was like a invisible barrier <laughs> preventing her from approaching the house. Uh, yeah, it was very, very funny. Um, Sean, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, what, I doodle? Doodling. Great question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I doodle, I don't know. I don't doodle that much anymore because everything's on the computer. Like, I would doodle when I was taking... Um, when I used to take minutes at board meetings because you're, I have to write everything down. And so I would doodle in the corners when they're doing nothing that mattered. 
or things that didn't matter. I would draw. I draw um, the Triforce. That's a big <laughs> one. Yep. Just the two triangles, mm-hmm. and just keep drawing that. And that's about it. It's like I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not very good at the visual arts, mm-hmm. so I don't really. Uh, no. I don't really do it. Yeah, my do my form of doodling now is like if I if the time I would spend doodling and like wasting time at like you know work or whatever would be is the time that I would like check Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or like go see if there's a new article on Defector or check my email or whatever. Like it's always something electronic, which that's one of those things where I'm like, oh, you know, we check our social media too much. But like, you know, if, if I'm just substituting out one time wasting activity for another, then whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim, did you? Most of my doodles were either um, shitty versions of Pokemon that I could try and figure out how to draw or um, like. Um, that 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 S, that yeah. cool S that you can draw. Yeah. Cool Except S. I wouldn't just stop with one, and I would like combine them and make like different shapes depending on how I, like at what angle did I, like attach the next S and stuff like that. Um, or just like three, like you you ever draw a three D cube? Yeah. Like yeah. You, the it, the square square and then just connect them with the lines. So then I would just start combining a. F- a bunch of those into like interesting 3d designs or 3d designs uh and just see like what cool shapes i can make with that that's probably it or so the last thing i probably doodled was less doodling and more just this meeting is bullshit this is a waste of a time so i had one of those uh marble notebooks that it's like the black and white fronts and I just started coloring in all the white parts mm-hmm. so that the cover was black. Yeah. That's it. The 3D cube was also a, like an insight into my lack of, of self-esteem and like belief in myself in middle school. Because like I would see like people have that in their notebooks and I'd be like, a th- they did a 3D. It's the most incredible <laughs> thing that I've ever seen. And then when I did it for the first time myself, I'm like. No, it's not that impressive. <laughs> like the moment I was able to accomplish it, I'm like, oh, whatever. It's no big deal. <laughs> I think the reason maybe doodling has like fallen from us uh, now that we're like not in school and things like that is like doodling was our fidget spinner back in the day. Essentially, like it was when we're bored, when we're t- when we're like like losing concentration, whatever. We're gonna sit there, we're gonna doodle because it's non disruptive. Whereas now, like we work from home, whatever, I can drum on my desk i can i can play with something that makes noise that's it, it was a way to not fidget when we were in school whereas we don't really have to worry about that now being older if we had if we needed to fidget or if we were a little uncomfortable or whatever it's possible yeah I mean, it's it's replaced with other stuff mm-hmm. but... uh tim what do we got next all right, penultimate question for the evening. Penultimate. If we, were, if we were forced to elect another celebrity to be the president, who would you pick? And which celebrity would you choose to be their vice president? I mean, it's probably going to happen in 2024. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Ryan Reynolds. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Dr. Oz gonna... and Steve Wilkos. <laughs> oh, fuck you. It's bad enough that he's running for state senator. Yeah. His state that he doesn't really live in. Yeah, he lives in Jersey. Yeah. Uh, does he live in Jersey? He does. He he. Oh, he's, he's been there plenty of time. I don't know if he permanently lives there, but like the 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 address that he's got in Pennsylvania is like his in laws' address. Yeah. Doctor Oz. Anyway, good job. Ugh. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. What celebrity would you pick as as uh, our next presidential candidate, and who would be their vice president? It's it's either Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds or Dwayne Johnson and and and, and Kevin Hart. It's one of the uh, other. Or Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Ooh, Ryan Reynolds. And Hugh Jackman Jack- can't. He, oh, neither he, can Ryan Reynolds. He's Canadian. Oh, Never they're mind. Canadian. Mm, so boy, they, they man's they, breaking the law. I mean, not that that's stopped. It. I mean, that's fine. Law. It's it's actually part and parcel with becoming a member, uh, president, president of the United States. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah, you have to be a natural citizen to be vice president as well. Or can you be just... I don't know. I would imagine it's the same. Oh, that's, a, that's actually a great question. I would assume so, since you are in the line of people to become president. Yeah, because yeah, because then if the president dies, then suddenly you've got somebody who got in as a loophole. And then what And then what happens, like, if you're vice... Pre- like, 
I'm trying to imagine, like, let's let's say, like, Gerald Ford was born in, like, Nicaragua. You know, how <laughs> Gerald Ford looks like he was born in Nicaragua. Uh, if, if Nixon resigns and then Gerald Ford can't run for re-election at that point because he was born outside the United States, it, se- it seems like it would be the same rules. It seems like. I would think so. But who knows? Um, as far as celebrities, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> I'm really disillusioned with it in general. Yeah. Um, it all kind of bums me out because most celebrities are in that category of people who probably were uh, pretty, like, who are now fairly conservative in their fiscal outlooks just mm-hmm. because of where they are in terms of how much money they have. Mm-hmm. Right. Which. Which, by the way, you should give me a list of those so I can think about that as a potential presidential candidate. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, Robert have be... Downey Jr. and John Cena. <laughs> How are you going to vote for John Cena? You can't see him. That's true, you can't. <laughs> He's the muscle to enforce the president's will. <laughs> He's his anger translator. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> It'd have to be somebody with more self-awareness than I think is possible to expect out of either a celebrity or somebody who's running for president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like Jennifer so not Lawrence. Tom Brady? Not obvious. No. Tom, Brady's, Tom Brady's a lunatic. <laughs> he thinks that strawberries can keep you from getting concussions. <laughs> really? You mean they can't? Yeah, the TB12 method, man. Like, yeah, it's like it, it, his, his, he had stuff in his book about how if you drank enough water that you wouldn't get injured in football and it's like yeah maybe from like pulling your hamstring mm-hmm. but not from breaking your femur <laughs> <laughs> yeah you might need to drink some milk to keep from breaking your femur yeah um <sighs> celebrity presidential candidates um the problem is is that it's got to be somebody who can actually manage and delegate, and that's usually like a CEO, and I don't think a CEO is going to actually win if they're president. Like, you can't have, like, nobody's going to vote for Elon Musk for president. Excuse me. I shouldn't say that. A lot of people will vote for Elon Musk for president. He's not going to win. Mm-hmm. See, that's something, like, people will vote for Elon Musk and Jeffrey Bezos because they voted for Trump, and, like... Yeah, but they're not assholes like Trump was. Like, Musk is closer to Trump than Bezos is. Yeah. Bezos is, like, center-left. Uh, but he's just a really rich center left. So Bezos might act. I mean, maybe Bezos, but he also looks like a thumb. So who knows? <laughs> uh, uh, who's who's a Virgin Mobile guy? We'll, we'll go with him. Richard Branson. Branson. Who well, I also don't think you. Uh, he cannot I, I, be yeah, president. I don't, think, I don't think he's a U.S. citizen. I don't know. Uh, no, he's, he's extremely British. Yeah. So uh, we're looking at uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Adam Driver. <laughs> Those are your answers. Is, is Adam Driver? I have no idea. No yeah, he was a Marine, so I assume probably. Um, I think you can be in the military if you're not. You can, a but, US I, citizen, think, but I think uh, I think he is. Yeah, yeah. Neither here nor um, there. Yeah, I'll 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 stick with the Rock and Kevin Kevin Hart because you need to be natural born to be Vice as well. So Ryan Reynolds is out. Um. So the Rock. Oh 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 oh! Hold on, hold on. Harrison Ford. He already <laughs> did it. Oh yeah, he was. He get off my plane. I think he was president a few times. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, he can. Yeah. He he only served. He barely served one term. So Done. yeah. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. And who's the vice? Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh. Yeah. Fine, Nicholas Cage. Nice. <laughs> Harrison Ford, oh, Nicholas Cage. Oh. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and Quentin Tarantino. I get Samuel L., but why Tarantino? Because Tarantino is going to write him the best fucking speeches and make him <laughs> the best character president yeah. ever. Oh, no. Wait, who's the um, who's the guy that writes all the like the really long-winded and like really planned out dialogue? I can't remember his name. West Wing guy. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need Sorkin to be there for for vice president to to write like just 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 preposterously prepared and well thought out. It would, it would be the finally the sense in which Aaron Sorkin dialogue would make sense if it was in a prepared speech like that. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say Harrison Ford and Peter Mayhew, but Mayhew is British. Can't do it. So he can't do it. Can't do it. But it'd just be great to have Han and Chewie as president and vice president. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> guys, guys, you're missing the obvious one. Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill. Hmm. Mark Hamill. You know, too? if we're going to have uh, Mark Hamill, we need You some... mean you want somebody weak like Luke Skywalker representing us on a national stage? Just going out and apologizing to China? Uh, no, I want someone strong like Lord Ozai. Why, why not, why not uh, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy so we can have the Joker and Batman? I'm mm. mm. um, pretty sure also Mark Hamill voices the new Skeletor, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Oh, really? Yeah, he voices yeah. the Skeletor in the Kevin Smith um, He-Man uh, series. I didn't know that either. Those I, I found this out from a TikTok. I think he's voiced a number of uh, Skeletors, but he he does a really good villain in his voice acting. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's phenomenal as a as a voice actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just you know maybe maybe the Joker as the president is maybe not the image we want to portray on the <laughs> national stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's Lord Ozai. We need someone yeah. powerful. Uh, yeah. I mean, Lord Ozai is awesome. Boris Johnson. Thank you, you for letting me hear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't well, know listen, if that sends the right message get, at the G8. Lord Ozai will get all of the red states, I promise. Uh, yeah, because he's burning red hot. Mm. Mm. All right, we've, uh, we've come up with several very qualified and, and well-reasoned <laughs> candidates for president here. I think we've, sure. we've handled it. The <laughs> correct much. answer is, of course, uh, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Rick and Morty. Okay. Rick and Morty, because <laughs> then they can just keep running for terms over and over and over again. Rick and Morty, 100 years, Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tim, what's our, last... Cappers? <laughs> what's our last question? If that's not a capper, then what is? Who's going to beat Rick and Morty 100 years? That's the final uh... question. <laughs> All right, last question is, would you rather have a permanent wedgie or socks that slide down your heels inside your shoes? Oh, this is tough. Socks. Uh, socks, because you can go sockless, but yeah. I, I'm not so. Oh, I mean, going... you can you can go. Well, yeah, I was gonna say you, you can go, go commando. If as we're well. going workarounds here, then I think we that that sort of defeats the spirit of the okay. question because, as you said, you can you can go commando and avoid still, the wedgie. Still socks, yeah. I, because like you can discreetly fix your socks, or it's like even if you're not discreet about it, it's not gonna put anybody off. But if you're or, trying or to fix your wedgie, wedgie, it's just like. Bad news, yeah. Yeah, if, if you're, you're sitting there trying to pick pick your butt, like yeah. people yeah. are just like, "Come on, bro!" Like, I think a wedgie can ruin your day, like a permanent wedgie. But like, like the the sock thing, like is is frustrating to no end. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's it's uncomfortable, but 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 manageable and live and and like you can you can deal with it. Like mm-hmm. walking around with a wedgie, like the second I start to feel one, I just, no gotta. Gotta pick it up, and it affects your walking. It affects everything. Yeah. Like uh, like walking with the with the the socks slid down your foot. Like maybe that's annoying, but like you can just walk normally with yeah. it. And I don't think you can do that if you've got like yeah. your drawers wedged up your ass. Whereas if you have a wedgie, you're doing that weird wide walk. You're shimmying. To pop it out. Yeah, and, and, and instinctively you're trying to to adjust it, and you can't. Yeah. Like it's not gonna happen. Uh, Tim, would you take the sock uh, down your foot or the wedgie? Definitely the sock. For pretty much all the reasons you guys already said, and plus, I pretty much wear flip flops all the time, so uh, no socks anyway. No, nah, we can't. Yeah, no, that's a qualification. You're a shooby. You're shooby. Yeah, shooby. Uh, no, fuck that. <laughs> I don't wear shoes. Shooby Tim Hansen. Well, no, like a shooby is you wear socks with I, I sandals. Know so. what a shooby is, Richard? Come on. I've also seen Rocket Power when it was new. <laughs> that was Rocket the greatest Power. show. We have riders. On a mission. <laughs> Do you know that song was written by Devo? Was it? So Devo tried, like, the guy, I, I'm 90% sure of this. The guys in Devo tried to do, like, a post-punk thing, and they wrote that song as, like, a surf rock jam. But it was, it's it's just the dudes in Devo, but they went by a different name. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's one of those weird facts. I can't remember why this came up, but I think, like, Jenna mentioned it to me. She heard it on a podcast at some point. But, like, it's the dudes, it's, it's, I'm fairly certain it's the dudes in devo mm-hmm. finally it, it it is the wipeouters and yep. earlier evolution of the band devo <laughs> devo's biggest contribution to uh to nickelodeon to, to nickelodeon yeah uh yeah so we're all going with with sock as the yeah. the yeah. issue sock, yes yes all right all right we did it we solved the problem we yeah. did it Yay. yep everybody's walk around with thongs now uh that's it <laughs> right tim Hot, hot. hot. <laughs>
Do uh, anybody got a take for this episode? Mm. I feel like Matt has a take. I, well, they're all like half baked. <laughs> I don't really have like a good one. That's the show, though. Like you know, Taylor Swift should grow up. You can't be 31, 32 years old and putting out a ten-minute song about a breakup you had twelve years ago. I so and the and the thing is, I know that she wrote that song when she was twenty-one. But you know what? It's she's not twenty-one anymore, and I don't go around telling everybody the thoughts I had eleven years ago <laughs> at age thirty-two. So just grow up. So I, I, grow up, and your fans should grow up too. That, and they shouldn't be excited about listening to this song about you disparaging an ex. And that's the thing; it's not even like a ten-minute like "We Are the World" screed. So, so, so to, to let the listeners in on this, uh, Taylor Swift re-released Taylor's. She's been re-releasing like Taylor's version of her old albums, like mm-hmm. "Fearless" and "Red" yes. and all this other stuff. Uh, and she, as part of the re-release of "Red," which was the list one where she started drifting away from country music, she put out a 10-minute version of her song, All Too Well, uh, which is presumably about uh, her and when Jake she Gyllenhaal. started dating Jake Gyllenhaal and when they broke up. And the original version was like three and a half minutes long, and she put out a re-release version. It's 10 minutes long. Like, this is not a, like, laying out, like, a like any big psychological thing or, like, you know, I, I have a you know a political statement or a socio-political statement. You're just... Going in on this dude for 10 minutes about a relationship that you had over 12 years ago that it sounds like, again, I'm not going to pass judgment. It doesn't sound like anything like traumatic happened. Like there wasn't some horrible thing like Jake Gyllenhaal didn't commit any sort of crime or anything while they were dating. It just, they broke up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, it's no. 10 minutes <laughs> of but he that. still has her scarf Matt. her scarf oh <laughs> my boy where are you gonna get another scarf maybe you can maybe you can find it with the rest of your cardigans <laughs> that you've got in your just, just grow up and your fans grow up <laughs> yeah i i totally agree with the friend part like when it comes to taylor getting her her, her music back and like you know if you want to if if you if you literally legitimately did write that 10 minute song back then mm-hmm. and you wanted to re-release it it's half of 2112 but like like <laughs> it's, like i it's fine I'm, I'm glad that you feel comfortable enough to play that full song and to release that full song that's on you i'm glad you got your music back but the fans themselves need to chill the fuck out because that that song was written and released 10 fucking years ago and they're 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 sliding into fucking Jake Gyllenhaal's DMs and and giving him death threats and shit. Which frankly, so am I, but not the death threats. <laughs> exactly, like Jake Gyllenhaal is a dreamboat. Like stop, stop with mm. this whole attacking of Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. over something that happened twelve years ago. Chill the fuck out, Taylor Swift fans. Mm. Like, look, I'll support Taylor Swift. I'm, I'll, I'll I'll make no. I support Taylor Swift for releasing but... your music. Uh, this is one of those ones. A record label did not come to her and say, hey, shorten this 10-minute song to three and a half minutes mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they were like, oh, it's got to be more marketable. It's got to be everything like that. They were saving her from herself. Because you're, <laughs> when you're 21, you think it's a great idea to put out a 10-minute song about one breakup that you had. And the record executive was like, yo, yo, Taylor, this is just, just cut, yeah. let's, let's yeah. cut it down by like mm-hmm. a third. Yeah. If, you would, if she had put this version of the song out back then, mm-hmm. no one would have given a fuck. No. No, it's they, because they would have been she, like, oh my god, you're so whiny. Shut mm-hmm. up. Yeah, she would have been. It's like, look, it's 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 everyone at the age of you know in their early twenties, you know, blows up everything. It's it's the result of all of us listening to like Dashboard Confessional all through high school, and we they, every every emotional trauma or every every you know emotionally unsettling time is now something that needs to be put into theater form. Uh, and, uh, and that's fine. What happened was Taylor Swift looked back on it 10 years later. And with the benefit of hindsight was like, yeah, I had it right the first time. (laughs) Nah, bad news. Bad, bad choice by Taylor Swift. Bad choice by her, uh, bad choice by her fans for encouraging this behavior. So reclaim your music. Just do it, do it. Yeah. Without embarrassing yourself. The the important follow-up question to this is, so Jake Gyllenhaal or Adam Driver? Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. <laughs> every day, every day of the week, plus twice on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Only twice? Wow. Why well, is that yourself? 
I feel like Jake's gonna. I fix, feel like Jake's gonna be plenty for me. <laughs> you gotta those give two him, times. You gotta give him a break. Like yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta you gotta breathe, drink some water. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Like. And by he, you mean me, because Jake's gonna be just fine because Jake's yeah. an Adonis exactly. uh, and can and can handle himself just exactly. fine. I am gonna need to go out and get a multivitamin before <laughs> before before uh, before the third time. Uh, anyway, sorry to Jesus for disparaging his day of rest by just just. Go, going on a highway to the bone zone with Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, <laughs> if people want to see any more of my Taylor Swift takes, which are seldom, very few. Uh, this is like the first time I've had like a strong opinion on Taylor Swift. Uh, but if you want to see them, they're on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. What about you, Rich? At B underscore Wannuts. How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's S-O-B. And you, Tim? At Tim R. Hansen. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. If you have a question you want us to answer on the air, you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for having the wrong opinion on, I mean, for compiling our questions. To Tess Riley for editing our show. To Shannon Vogel, who designed our world famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert. And you can listen to Stephen's work at the free music archive. It's time for plugs, everybody. Rich, what's going on with streaming, podcast, and the like? Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 7 to 10 Eastern Time. Uh, you can also follow www.one-quest.com for links to all of our socials as well as links to PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show where we talk about nerd things and do a quote book club where instead of books we're sometimes watching movies and listening to podcasts as well as bonus action of the tabletop podcast where me and sean and a bunch of friends play dungeons and dragons did you review metroid dread i did talk about metroid dread did um, you like it i fucking loved it like i because of metroid dread and playing all the metroid games i've de- now dedicated mondays to metroid monday on my stream and i've thought about going back and playing metroid dread a handful of times but right now i'm playing hollow knight so i'm gonna gonna it's give metroidvania it's it is same metroidvania yeah. so i love metroid dread. <laughs> yeah so you start going back you're playing symphony of the night and suddenly it's <laughs> that, all over the place probably the next one i'm gonna go for because i've never that one's that one. fun i never beat it but it's fun i've never played it it's a good game it's quality mm-hmm. great great music Oh, my God. Uh, Sean, uh, when you're done with D&D, you also go out there and you throw some Frisbees. I do at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. I co-host the Taste Fakers music podcast with my brother Alex Casnell, where we take two seemingly unrelated albums and find a way to link them together. And look, sometimes they're obvious. You know, the, you can draw some pretty obvious connections between, like, the Mountain Goats and Death Cab for Cutie, or between uh, Jawbreaker and, and Bad Religion. But what about Run the Jewels and System of a Down? What about George Jones and Craig Finn? What about Faith No More and Corn? Uh, boy, if you want to if you want to hear us talk about those albums, discuss the albums, discuss the music, discuss the artist background, you are going to love the Taste Fakers podcast. It comes out every two weeks on Thursdays, and it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And Tim, talk to us about our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast. Greg and Gene, what? what those guys up to <laughs> greg and gene bring, person bringing you the funny entertainment news and sometimes just entertaining because it's funny uh news from around the world that you didn't know you needed if you enjoy our senses of humor and hilarious uh takes on the dumbest of things then these guys are perfect for you whether it's the podcast shopping network where you the dumbest products that absolutely aren't worth 50 dollars, but they're gonna sell them to you uh, you can learn about those stupid sports from around the world you never knew existed, but are totally going to try and play with your drunk friends this weekend, or just uh, what's going on at Kid Rock's Bonanza? Is somebody throwing <laughs> around a colostomy bag this week? What's going down? Uh, yeah. So, like, if if you like, like I said, if you if you enjoy listening to us, these guys are hilarious. Uh, friends of the show, been cross promoting for a while, and they. Uh, Gene sends us questions every so often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see the new Kid good, Rock song? Questions. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I forget. It's, I think it's just called like "Don't Tell Me How to Live." Oh my god. And uh, and 
<laughs> friend of the show, David Bennett, texted the video to me one morning and just said, I dare you to watch this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is now a challenge to our listeners. If you uh, watch that whole thing, let us know. Yeah. And um and then give us a review because we're probably not gonna. It involves Kid Rock flying on a rocket with a middle finger on it. Oh my god. Yeah. I think it's I need four to watch minutes. It now. And the thing is, here's the thing. You based on that description, you would think it's a great song, and it's not. No. <laughs> uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Deuces. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all that my name is Kid. <laughs> and to be smart about being stupid. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs>